Let's ask ourselves a question. What does it take to go from being enslaved in sin to being free indeed? And the answer to this question is vital because everyone wants freedom. Religion, self-help books, New Age gurus, etc. all claim to provide freedom through their particular method. But our text today tells us the honest answer to our question. And Paul's going to use a simple illustration in Galatians 4, 1-7 to answer this question. He talks about an underage child who is subject to guardians and trustees, meaning this underage child has no personal freedom. It's as if he were a slave himself. And then Paul makes this amazing statement in verse 3. So also, when we were underage, we were in slavery under the elemental spiritual forces of the world. Now maybe you recall, like I can, a time of enslavement. Enslavement to our base self, to our flesh. A time when something mastered us, like food or alcohol or sexual impurity, or drugs, or religion, or self-help philosophies. These are the elemental, spiritual forces of the world, and we're born enslaved to them. Paul described this condition in verse 5 as being under the law. Now, here's an application. Do you want to know how to make yourself a slave? Well, just put yourself under the law to do it. Just try to do it. Try to keep it. Try to mature yourself by obeying it. You see, after all, the law is the power of sin, according to 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty six. So when we attempt to use the law for personal development or maturity in faith or any other reason, we end up slaves to sin. Well, husbands and fathers, do you want to know how to make slaves of your families? Put them under the law. Require that they measure up. For in order for you to love them, hold them to a very high standard, and watch your family lose all their joy as they try hard to measure up and live right. Pastors, do you want to know how to make slaves of your church? Just teach them the old covenant. You know, love God, love people. And tell them that God requires their obedience to that covenant today. What ends up happening is that you push the law down on them to keep them living right. But then sin breaks out the sides. And Galatians 4 makes this phenomenon very clear when Paul says in 4.24, One covenant is from Mount Sinai and bears children who are to be slaves. Well, if not the law, if the law doesn't free us, then what? Well, it takes two things according to our passage. Galatians 4, 4-5 says, But when the time had fully come, God sent His Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those under the law, that we might receive adoption to sonship. First thing, that's the work of the Son for you. And then verse 6 says, Because you are his sons, God sent the Spirit of his Son into our hearts. The Spirit who calls out, Abba, Father. Now that's the work of the Spirit in you. 
What is it that frees us? God brought freedom to us by sending His Son and His Spirit. True and lasting freedom comes through the work of the Son for us and the work of the Spirit in us. So let's look at those two briefly. First, God sent His Son to redeem those under the law. Jesus redeemed us when He died on the cross for our sins. Ephesians 1, 7, and 8 says, In Him we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins, in accordance with the riches of God's grace. You remember this illustration when the Israelites were enslaved to the Egyptians? Well, God redeemed them through the blood of the Passover lamb, setting them free. The Egyptians no longer enslaved the Israelites. And this is a picture of how God has redeemed us as Christ our Passover lamb has been sacrificed. And now we are free from sin's penalty and from slavery to sin. In the book of Hosea, when his wife Gomer was living in immorality, God told Hosea to redeem her. So he bought back his unfaithful wife through the payment of silver and barley. And when you and I were enslaved to sin, under the law of sin and death, Jesus was nailed to a cross by Roman soldiers. And as he hung there in open shame and condemnation for our sins, he was joyfully paying the price to redeem us and free us, not with silver and gold, but with his precious blood. He took your guilt and wore it proudly. He became your sin and removed it from you with joy. This work of the Son for you is the first truth to experience when desiring freedom. You must see Jesus suffering in your place, purchasing your pardon, dying your death, redeeming you from bondage to your flesh, redeeming you from being under law. Second, as you hear that good news and believe it, God sends His Spirit into your heart, and He begins working in you to free you. He begins to show you that the God of the universe, the judge of all the earth, is your Father, and that He has loved you and sent His Son to rescue you. He has adopted you into His family and made you His child. Just as the blood of the Passover lamb had to be applied to the doorposts, so the Holy Spirit is given to apply the cross to the doorposts of our hearts and to reveal to us the intimacy we have with the Father. God sent His Son to redeem you. God sends His Spirit to liberate you. These two truths, according to Galatians 4, 1-7, are what is needed to truly free us from slavery to the basic principles of the world, our flesh, and the law.